You are now you listening, are now to, listening the to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. going on everybody this is your girl shaver out josie's boy and welcome back to another episode of call me when it's over this is episode 116 of call me when it's over um i appreciate you guys coming back every week uh make sure you guys download like subscribe view stream review all that good stuff uh to the pages on every pretty much every outlet itunes google play <clears throat> excuse me iHeartRadio, now spotify so make sure you guys go subscribe like review all that good stuff uh ragedrix.net shout out to rich it's the man that puts everything together. Uh, CMWIO.com. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y. All one word. Hashtag your favorite artist. And follow the podcast at underscore Um, Yeah, I guess I can get started. I don't really have any shout outs this week. I already shouted everybody out. For matter of fact, shout out to old dude from my job who gave me Amazon Fire Stick. That's love right there. I need that. I'm like, I don't know about, I don't know about y'all. <clears throat> but uh for some reason i'll be getting gifts at work but that's a whole nother story i know i'll get into that but shout out to him just real quick on that one a one time for the one time uh i actually have a special guest today um somebody who actually worked on my last event she is she she's she's doing production for me on we're working on a few projects i'm very happy to say that um director producer film right a, a playwright uh just writer all in general, just all around creative. Alexis A. McCoy is here. <laughs> Thank you Hi. so much for having me. Hi. I, there's going to be like claps and stuff added after. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you I good. can already hear him in my head already. That's like, all that matters. That's geez. all that matters. My intro was like so dope. It was a Beyonce. Um, we can't talk Beyonce, but uh, we're we're not gonna. I was just asking if the int- if the intro in your head is from Beyonce. Um, kind of. It can be a Beyonce song. I can hear it, you know. Like, All right, hey, listen. Whatever. Like doom, 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 doom. You know, like a, you know, something you like that. Yeah, I'm not. Hey, you got it. You got it. You got it. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, so t- uh, I I know a lot about you. You, you have a lot. You have all right. So I have this thing about not labeling people. Okay. Even though I know I have to do like bullshit rundowns, gotta do the same thing. Like I always say, I only have one title. I'm an artist. Um, <clears throat> I would, you know, I guess since I'm, I'm assuming like writing would be the one thing that kind of opens up all these other doors for you. Yeah, we could. I would not label myself specifically as a writer. Like, what would your title be? I'm going to title myself as a producer because a producer has so many different hats. They write scripts, they organize everything, they do contracts. So they have so many different hats Mm -hmm. and so many umbrellas underneath them that um, I'm going to label myself a producer. Um, In reality, I say I'm a, I bring dreams to reality. So if you have a dream, I create your dream and bring it into reality. So if you write it down on paper, I'm the person that brings, bring forth the dream like we did with your last show and um make it a reality and making a success and um yeah i I bring dreams to reality so i'm a producer i produce lives in general oh you got that one (laughs) if you got that power shit i need a little bit just a little bit of it um 
Yeah, so I get. Yeah, I guess producer would be your title. Yeah, producer cool. is what I title myself as. That's what I tell. <laughs> so, um, people, you're not from New York. No, but but you but you held up here. Some some drew to the to the best dead ass state ever. The best, the best dead ass state, New York State. <laughs> that is so funny. I have a funny story behind that. But anyway, where you wait? Where, where are you originally from? I am originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I've been in New York. I've trooped it out for two years. So I've only been here. For two years so i'm still fresh i'm still mm-hmm. i want to consider new. myself a virgin still i mean a lot city. i'm not gonna make that joke but go ahead continue yeah okay I'm not gonna make that joke. Go ahead. hold on to it for later um and yeah no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um yeah so i've been here for two years i came out here first i was out on the east coast and living in connecticut okay <laughs> for a couple of years so i went um for a year and a half actually and i studied grad school i went to film and television school in, in stanford shout out to stanford university out there in connecticut Ooh. um and after that i was just like uh i'm kind of tired of the east coast it was just too much for me and then i came back i got hired for a job in greenwich connecticut for a the a film festival there mm-hmm. and then i was teaching drama and performing arts to middle school kids back home and i had um got offered this position and i was like hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna be there for like a couple of months or whatever mm-hmm. and do this film festival and then i'll come back and i'll work on you know finish teaching my kids they got productions coming up and work on my own stuff and i was like no i don't want to go back yeah because this is where new york just has a drive and it has so many different opportunities for people in my industry and i didn't want to miss out on my my opportunity of building my brand here and connecting with so many different people so i decided to stay so one year turned to two years and now i'm here that's what's sitting up. with you. You do you do know that no matter what you do, no, no matter how long you stay here, you'll never be a New Yorker. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with being from the Show Me State three one four till I die. I'm not gonna be no six four six or nine one seven whatever the area let's code not, let's number not, is. Let's not let's not start start making fun of numbers now. I let's mean, not. I'm just saying. I'm just like I like being a Midwest girl, and you that's know, fine. Okay. And you know, that's where we're going with dead ass. <laughs> I don't say you know, it right. No, no. Okay, well, maybe next what time. You, what up? Yeah, maybe next time. Next time, I'll yeah, get it right. Next time, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You need a little. <laughs> no, that practice ain't gonna work. You can't. You can't be as dead ass as this. But it's okay. I'm not gonna go city for city for nothing. I'm not gonna make Nelly jokes. Okay, I'm and not gonna that's make fine. Jokes. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm if you do, fun. they not no kin to me, so I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I'm just you know checking if you knew over there. Right? Over there. It's yeah. so funny because I get stuck sometimes in that. Like the other day I was at work. You do it all the time. I do. I um was at work and I was talking to one of my <laughs> students and I was like, go pick up that thing over there. And she was like, what is that? I was like, there, there, over there, over there. Well, yeah, you do deal with a lot of privilege. She's like, accent, what's that? What is an accent? What's I that? know. I don't even know what the country is. It's like, no, nah, I don't, don't. Let me not. Let's you know, not, I, you know, I'm going to tell you some funny shit. I don't care. I ain't talking about no kids. <laughs> I ain't got no time to be talking about no kids. I ain't, no, that ain't, ain't even in my Let's life. Let's not talk about my students. It's not even in my, awesome. that's, that's not even in my life. So I'm going to tell you something really funny, you know, speaking of like privileged white people. Yeah. Um, I was on the train this morning and, only in the Bronx, yeah, will you see a family. I'm not even gonna have to say what race they are. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it's not even do that because we're not supposed to be making fun of each other. We're not supposed to do that. 
But I love stereotypes, no matter what the race. Right. So I'm black. I'm black. It's I inevitable. So to, it's, it's yeah, yeah. So it's like a, a Puerto Rican pizza party on the train. It's a whole family. I cannot. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's whole family Puerto Ricans. I'm not trying to make fun of them. I'm just saying it's whole family Puerto Ricans. <laughs> So it's like the father, you know, in New York, is always the angry Spanish father. Wait a minute. You wait know, a minute. Let's back up. I'm all on stereotypes. No, 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 no. Let's go back to the beginning. Bye, man. Yeah. I'll... It is? Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, Yeah. Thank you. A so, Puerto Rican it, <laughs> pizza party. It was a Puerto Rican pizza party. It's Yeah. I Listen, it's impossible for black people to be racist. That's a systematic ploy. Okay, to, gotcha. Yeah, that, that's all I'm talking But anyway... I'm, I, I think it's funny. Stereotypes are hilarious to me. All of them. Okay. No, I'm not offended at all. White people make fun of me eating chicken all the time too. It's just like, just be careful. Don't get too serious. Um, oh, so they got to be careful. Yeah. There's, there's definitely thin, <laughs> thin lines. To, yeah. Yeah. Let's not even go that far. So I'm on the train, you know, the father and the mother's yelling at the, eat, the little girl's like, eat the fucking pizza. Like, you, yeah, you know, nah, don't act like you're surprised. Hold on. She don't said, act, eat the fucking she pizza. Got, she said, eat the fucking pizza. I'm going to smack you in your mouth. Like, damn, why you be so mean? In the mean? morning? It's like 1130. They eating pizza at 1130? 1130 in the morning. That's brunch. They, That's brunch. Yeah. Well, her brunch. <laughs> her, you got it. Her brunch. You on it. That's they a eating, fact. They eating pizza and drinking soda. Is it? Well, well, well. Um, so, uh, they sit down and then like, they're about to get off on, on, on the stop. I'm not going to say what stop because then everybody going to know where I'm close to, where I live close to. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. Next thing they'll be on some, you son, like, come downstairs. <laughs> so, um, I'm standing there and I'm sitting there on the, on the train. Like they sat there for a second. So I paused my music and the family got off the train and you know how people don't want to, Move out the way. You're supposed to move out the way and let people off the no, train first. Yeah, yeah. People do not do that, and that pisses me off. So this, this fat white dude bump presses right by her, and I'm like, wow. And this all of this in succession made me laugh. So the uh he's he starts yelling at the Spanish lady after she yells at him, and the doors are closed. Like she's yelling at the white guy, and the Span and, and her husband is in the background, like, oh you better shut the fuck up, all the way in the back behind her. Then the door is closed, and he do that walk up. To the door, like, yo, you lucky this door closing type shit. He did just that. And I'm like, what? And this white dude just starts talking. And the black girl in front of him goes, yo, you're wrong. And he said, what? And she's like, you're wrong. You brushed past him. You wouldn't let them on the train. He says, listen, be quiet. And she said something. He said, listen, I know what your plan is. You're lucky I didn't have my gun. I would have wasted all of you. <gasps> and he's like, I know what it is. You may hate us, but you ain't going to stop us. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are like you, you dead ass, yeah, and I'm laughing. Shut the... I'm laughing, and a, and a, a, a tiny lady that's next to me goes, "Listen, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear it." <laughs> and I'm like, mm. "Yo, white ass got shut down by another white person. I love that shit, right? I, I love, love when they check. Shit. I love when they check one another. <laughs> they need they to be like, see you reaching with the hand, like you about to snatch a soul. I know, <laughs> like I, I am here for. I believe in this because. Because I have so many of my close friends that are white. Mm -hmm. My best friends, a lot of my best friends are white. And I know two white people. <laughs> shut up. And I'm a huge believer. We can't be friends if you're not going to defend me in front of your own friend, your, your other your people, your people. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, don't think you're going to be kicking with me in my face and then talking about me. Oh, behind my back. Like, you got to be with me to, from beginning to end, even That's when facts. I'm. I'm in front of you or I'm not in front of you, That's you know? So I love it when they check one another and when they, when they call one another out because 
we kind of, I feel like. It's like, listen, with, you're wrong, bro. You're fucking wrong, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like being a bully. Like, yeah. you see somebody being a bully to somebody else and you're going to sit by and watch them be a bully. Like, that, that makes you look disgusting. Who you rolling with? Like, both of y'all trash at this point. That's if a you're going to let your friend bully somebody else and you not say nothing, you know it's wrong. Like, that, I mean, not, it's like basically, it, it really is the same thing as bullying. Like, yeah. you see this person saying some disrespectful ass shit about people of color or talking about us and you're like, oh, well, I got black friends. If you got black friends and you love your black friends, then you should stand up for them in front of your white friends. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Because, you know, we would do that if we had, if it was a group of us and then somebody found that you got a white friend and, and they'll say something like, nah, she ain't that bad. Like, leave her alone. Bro. Right. <laughs> she ain't that bad. <laughs> she a little off. She, she can't dance, but she all right. Her mom says you're sliding on thin ice, buddy, instead of, uh, <laughs> sit your ass down. <laughs> Like, listen here, pal. I'm getting PO'd. <laughs> getting PO'd. Like, so, you know, she a little challenge. She'll be around us for a little bit. She'll like, catch okay, up. She, yo, she got money though. She, she called her it. parents by her first name. Like, yeah, Lauren. And hey, Carol. Lauren. <laughs> like, it's so funny. We had a conversation about that. So, my best friend calls her mom by her first name. So, when I first. My grandma was smacked the life out of me. <laughs> when I first heard of that, I was like, why are you calling your mom by your fir- her first name? And she mm-hmm. was like, well, that's her name. And I was like, girl, I know her name. She know her name. I don't need to call her by her name. Yeah, I don't, but hey. And then I saw my mom has a friend who her kids, her, her black friend, mm-hmm. her kids call her by her first name. And we was, I was looking like, mama, is that where they old? from? <laughs> they, they from where they from. Right? So I was like, mom, why are they calling? Yeah, why are they calling her by her first name? She said, girl, I don't know that's their business, but you bet not. And right. I was like, you are always mom in my eyes, even if I'm 55 and you is about to die. It don't even matter. You are mom in my eyes. I just don't feel comfortable calling my mom by her first name. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Like, if that's the culture in your, your household. Right. But I, I know my mama know her name. I do it for jokes. Like like my real mom, like my my I'm saying my real mother, like my real mama, my real mother, <laughs> right. my 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 birth mother, like not my mother's mother. Yeah, even though my mother's mother is the reason I'm still around. But yeah, um, I mess with her. Like I call her by her name sometimes, but it's it's only when it's only when I'm I'm mimicking some of her friends. Yeah, that I'll say her name. I don't know. I call my mom like Mama Bear or Mathusa. She, I mean, yeah, I call her like nicknames and stuff like that. But I ain't out here just saying her whole name. I'm like, like hey, Grandma. <laughs> hey, I don't know, but I mean, culture. I'm okay with it. If you say it's a, it's fine. I'm not judging you. I'm just like, I just don't feel comfortable. Red doing does that. it. Red calls his mom by by her name, right? Red. Yeah, he does all the time. I mean, that's his life. That's their lifestyle. <laughs> right. She don't call you son. Yeah. <laughs> My mom calls me little angel. Oh yeah, you definitely not from here. Oh my gosh! You definitely she not from here. Me and be like, "Hey, Angel." It's like, "Thanks, grandmother from Family Matters." <laughs> Shut up! I appreciate she it. She's definitely she's kind of low key, but anyway, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, right. she so does. I, I, am. I see you're you're big on family. I, I definitely am. My family um, plays a huge. How, how big is your family? Okay, immediate. My immediate family. Because remember, I know you're not from New York, so you ain't gonna worry about only having two kids on one side. Like, I need to just know immediate. Family. I have 151st cousin. Jesus, that's that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Which is dope. I got like six first cousins. I, I think can't that's even keep up dope with. because my grandparents had 13 children, so all of their kids had a bunch of kids. 
But what were they listening to? <laughs> Remind me never look, played on the radio. Look, okay, so I seen this video, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know about the Ellis family on Instagram? He got they got the three kids and no. okay, so they did this video. They they live in Brooklyn, so they're like really popular on Instagram. They're like a cute family. They're a really cute family. Mm-hmm. So every for the last couple of years, they've been having babies back to back or whatever. So the oldest son, his name is Jackson. Jackson was like, hey, she was like, they was like, Jackson, go sleep in your room. He was like, no, when I go sleep in my room, you guys do things. <laughs> she was, they was like, what things are you talking about? The last time I went in my room and you guys went on vacation, you had the the other baby. His name is Roy, Roro Ro, or something like that. And he was like, you guys do things. You need a television in your room. And I was thinking to myself, like, dang, my grandparents were fucking constantly because they did not have a television in their room. There like, you go. They had 13 children off of no television. <laughs> I was so like. So how many nights do you think it was? Was it, you want to do something? <laughs> yeah, let's do something. Like, come on over here. Bring that bring, ass bring, here, boy. Bring your ass, Cletus. Bring your ass. <laughs> Come on. That is funny. Come on, get on top of me. Uh, stop <laughs> it. That is disgusting. Bring your but, ass. But, um, yeah, my family is huge. My immediate family is, we're very close-knit. Um, they're awesome. They're super supportive. My, um, my older brother is brilliant. I mm-hmm. love him so much. He's so talented. He is, when I came back to the East Coast for the second time, he was the person that really motivated me to like want to remain here because I was just like, in New York City, you, you get swing, you get swung at like so many different directions. Like everybody on defense in New York, what you be? You ducking and dodging, just walking out your house, you ducking and dodging rats, Mm -hmm. bees, flies, you know, pigeons, Uber cabs, Uber cabs, bikes. It's like so many things that you Bad, are negative energy. Right. It's so many things that you are challenged with when you walk outside your door. And I Chinese remember Chinese food guys on the little bike. Shut up. <laughs> um, so when I got, when I was here for my first year, they said, if you can make your first year here, it benefits you. Right. It really does. Because if you can, I've known so many, I've known people that came with me, got here when I got here. And they was like, look, I'm fuck it. I'm out. Like, this shit is too hard. And I was like, I had those moments when I was here when my first year. Like, okay, I'm ready to come home because this shit right here, mm-hmm. this is the concrete jungle for real. Like, mm-hmm. with, with a bunch of gum on the ground and rats climbing underneath shit and climbing on platforms. Like, I cannot. Rats and very, very seldomly actually get on a platform. It's only once in a while. I've seen it. I've seen it. I didn't say it don't exist. No, in my two years here, I probably have seen it like three or four times. I don't believe that, but okay. You going to believe what I've seen through my eyes? If so, facto. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'm going to receive that. Um, but um, you, you just keep talking. But anyway, so, I mean, he was the person that motivated me. He was like, look, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be super hard. But if it's something that you really want, go for it. Like, don't. Be discouraged by the fact that it's not gonna go. It's not going exactly the way you plan. Cause mm-hmm. I'm really kind of a control freak a little bit, but um, I stayed and I'm here, so I'm excited. That's what's my up. family is. My family is dope. I mean, we. It's it's funny because like you kind of just touched on something that we were talking talking about not too long ago. Uh, I remember you telling me how New York 
like you being here is such a culture shock because yeah. everybody over here talks about money and you can't be that way. Like all, all New Yorkers are worried about just getting the bag, getting to the bag. That's why I said it last week and, and we were talking about like public figures and shit. Yeah. He said, what's his job? I'm like, getting to the bag. That's, that's his job, getting to the bag. I don't know. It just takes so much out of me. Like I understand that you need money to survive, but just the foundation of me when my artistry is so deep to me that the question they used to ask us when we were growing up was, what is a job that you will do even and wake up to every day, even if you aren't getting paid for it? So mm-hmm. that's my mindset. Like, I want to be doing something that makes me happy. Uh, which you should, which everybody should. Right. That makes me happy. And I also want to get paid for it. But the first thing for me is to be happy, to be spiritually and mentally satisfied with what I'm doing every day, even if it comes with no. Because on this, you as an artist, you know, on this artistry, you know, entrepreneurial tip, Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get checks and sometimes you don't get checks. Pretty you know? much, yeah. And you have to have a motivator for that. Like you got to be able to motivate yourself and say, Hey, I ain't got paid for this or I ain't sold a painting in a long time, but I'm still going to paint and I'm still going to continue to do what I love to do. And on my end, I'm going to still write and I'm going to still produce films and plays and productions because that's something that I love to do and I yearn to do it and something that I can't imagine myself doing anything else. So for me, I go off of that. Living here when you're working with people that's like, I got to get to the bag and I, it got the whole focus is the bag is the bag is the bag. I mean, I'm focused but, on. Well, if rent wasn't so high, the focus <laughs> would not be the bag. Got it would it. be just so, enough to get a t-shirt so I can impress a woman. That's exactly what it would and be. I, I mean, and I've understood that just living here, like back home, you are able, the time is slow and you are able to really sit and like focus on your artistry. Here? And I, no, I'm talking about back home. Oh, I was going to say, able to fo- I mean, here. you have to pay rent and stuff like that, but yeah, 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 things are so lax where here things move so fast. The rent can go up next week, 3%, and it'd be like, oh my God. Well, I mean, like, train fares are going up next year. I can see that. So, yeah. It's fucking sucks. S- soon it's going to be $5 for one way. <laughs> end up paying ten dollars to get to get Just, down the street from your house that's it that's um it. no but, it's it's yeah i mean it's it, i don't like new york is just a whole beast in itself it is you know and it's saying? all so. about how you maneuver it i was my friends came to visit me um the other day and they was like oh my god i love new york i love new york and they was like we're gonna go to Times square and i was like i don't go to Times square for shit unless i really need to be down there mm-hmm. she was like well why not i was like because i live here when I visit here, I was like, oh, my God, Times Square is the best thing in the world. Times Square like, been annoying. I said, when you live here and you're around thousands of people every fucking day, Times Square is like a nightmare. It's like a, am about to be somebody's ass today. I ain't fought in, in five years. I feel, but I feel, I, feel, I feel like it's still worse, worse for us than it is anybody not from here. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you'll get mad, but it's like, no, you don't know the anger that, like, just buried deep down inside yeah, of us our constantly, whole lives of being yeah, here. Yeah. That shit is annoying. You can't go past Union Square. You can't go past Grand Central. You're like, you can't, you can't do nothing without being in, in, just imploded by a bunch of fucking white people. And I feel like because native New Yorkers, I always believe that you guys should just go and live somewhere else for a couple of years and then come back. That's if anybody's lucky to even leave. New I York. mean, if you have the opportunity to. Because I can see living here, if I was living here a majority of my life, mm-hmm. up under people all my life, I would want to get away too. 
I would understand why you would be so frustrated. I, mean, I would. New York is fucking annoying. Like, yeah. And, and I'm, like I said, born and raised here. I just don't want, like, it's annoying. You know, sometimes it's it always get, so loud. It's, it's so stressful sometimes. Not sometimes. Every damn day is stressful. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's easy to pick up and leave for somebody to pick up and leave somewhere else and come to New York. It's never easy for New Yorkers to pick up and leave and go somewhere else. That doesn't have to do with Atlanta or Pennsylvania because yeah. neither one of those places is going to save your life and change you. Yeah. That's why, why does everybody run away to Atlanta? I don't get that shit. It's black Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, you go ahead and be closer to um whoever else is on hip hop, loving hip hop. Yeah, it's um, Black Hollywood. They make stars down there. Shoot. I mean, shout out to shout out to Atlanta, but like, yeah, Atlanta is nice. I like Atlanta. I, I would not I, live I, there. I've been there once. I, I'm still not impressed. I would not live there. Never. But I don't think I could live anywhere in the south. It's too slow. Um, it's not. Atlanta is not that slow. I mean, it depends on well it ain't New for York a fast. New Yorker. It, ain't New York it makes fast. sense. But I like Atlanta. Atlanta has like has black culture like when you step in you like feel like all your ancestors hugged you that's me i'm not I, that's me that's how i felt when i um when i first moved to new york city i was like i got to go to harlem so i was like standing on 125th street like t- twirling in the middle of the fucking sidewalk like my ancestors are here like this is all of the artistic stuff right happened. down the block from whole foods <laughs> shut up right down the block from whole foods like yeah that's no. before they even open a whole fork of food. Whole Foods been here is only a year now. Yeah, a year it's now. only a year old. Um, I, I yeah, I just don't get the whole like Harlem is great. I like Harlem the is great, but Harlem. Starbucks killed it, and H and M killed it, and Foot I mean that H and M probably ain't gonna be there much longer because they oh, closed. You really, clo- you really think it's home stuff on that shit? <laughs> I'm saying. No. But they're closing like so many stores. I'm not saying specifically that oh, particular yeah, store, yeah, but they're closing yeah. a lot of them. You yeah, know? that shit going to be going soon. Shout Whatever. out to all the people that don't shop at H&M. Cause still. Still. <laughs> and, and, and shout out to the people that give people the side eye when they walk down the street. Because you got to. <laughs> now, what, now what the hell am I going to get my hoodie from? <laughs> You know what? Every My day. My hoodies at H&M were like lit. Every day I think about the leggings. I'll be like, man, I need new leggings. So you got to go to Uniglo to go get leggings so I gotta, now. I got to be. I gotta, I, I, I'm lost. <laughs> like once a man don't know where to buy hoodies and shit from, it's over. It's like, it's a dub. It's a whole dub. Like, I, yo, it took so. People always ask me why you, why you, um, don't shop at H&M no more. I'm like, well, duh. And no, matter of <laughs> fact, somebody from a job asked me, why, why don't you, why don't you shop at H&M anymore? And I'm like, you really want to ask me that? You forgot about what happened? And, um, she says, oh, why can't you ever just let the black thing go? I was like, oh, why can't you just ever let black dick go? Who? And yeah, and, and I'm like, bro, don't, don't, don't what? do it. Don't, that's the Gisela? That was dead ass my answer. That's funny. Yeah, that was dead ass my answer. And isn't like, it funny when you like stump white people with like, sarcastic as ignorant shit like don't nobody they be control looking, me but they be Jesus looking flustered it's hell like how dare you say that to me how dare you say the ignorant ass shit you just said to me don't act like you ain't take no black dick recently like or been craving for it <laughs> don't even don't don't even front brother don't even front been um, waiting to call his daddy <laughs> been waiting your whole life get you some mandingo right <laughs> Nah, you on your own with that, bro. I can't. It's, no, and, 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 uh, I thought I said, it's a double whammy for me. I can't shop there anyway. She said, why? Well, I said, well, one, cause of the monkey thing. And two, <laughs> they tried to steal from artists. Oh, they do steal from artists. They, but a there lot. was a big, yeah. there's been big lawsuits they, yeah. about, about, um, 
Well, I, I think it was Honda or Toyota yeah. did, a, did a did a um a photo shoot and used somebody else's work. And they say a lot of that is going on the intellectual property thing. Yeah, and which I think is important. We it need is. it. Like you even got somebody like Swiss Beats who thinks uh art should have artists should continuously get residuals for no matter where, wherever their artists sold agree. that because you got you got you literally have tons and tons of art going through like Sotheby's and Christie's and all these other auction houses and then you have all this stuff being sold and once it's sold the artist sees nothing of it now you know what I'm saying so to keep an artist's career going residuals for where it's sold through a gallery or sold through this or so I think, I think that makes a hell of a lot of sense they should get a percentage I, I absolutely agree it's funny that you were just talking about that because I was one of my co-workers is like big on like name brand right mm-hmm. and he he's like if you don't wear Nike shoes and Nike, you got to wear all Nike together. You can't mix and match the brands. So me specifically, I personally don't give a damn. Like people, if you do that, that's your life. Like, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like I should be (laughs) walking around advertising the fuck out of these people's outfit if I don't have no stock in their company. So if I don't have a percentage, I'm not about to be like, oh, if you don't have on Nike, Nike socks, Nike this, do you have a percentage in this company because if you got percentage yeah then i'm on your team i'm gonna i'm gonna go invest my money into this company because you got stock and you getting paid if you're not getting paid please don't advertise like that I'm a, I ain't but for that shit. if you if your lifestyle consists of you wearing nike as that if that's your thing i'm down for it but i just believe that especially at people of color we get so fixated on brands and stuff well that, that's easy to be though like only because it's you, it's all you know growing up it is let's take it to a whole different level start investing that money those coins some of those coins that you take to buy that jacket that's 350 dollars. see how much it costs for you to get some stock in that company that you heavily invest your money into so you can get some of that back or just get one of your friends to design a jacket for you Exactly. I, so, I mean that that works too. If you're lucky enough, but to even if like you don't, you know, some people are a little lazy. They don't want to go that far. I would, but some of us have style. Others have eyes. <laughs> some it. of us have style, and others just follow trends. Trends have, have eyes. <laughs> Ta- if so facto, it's if, if so, so facto. facto. Yeah, if, whatever. None of that shit matters. But um, yeah, I don't fuck with H&M. I, I can't because all they do is steal from artists, and I'm like, yeah. so that was a double whammy for me. I'm like. Any more questions, white lady? Okay. Thought you had something else to say. But, um, yeah, like that, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the whole intellectual property thing for artists. I'm big on even like pretty much anything that, 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 that an artist can command power from. Anything like just owning shit and shit like, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm big on people knowing their worth as artists. Yeah. To me, that's extremely important. Like I know mine, but part of me feels like social media. It's tearing apart the whole know your know your worth thing, only because so many people who have like no kind of work background, no resume, no nothing, are all demanding top dollar, like they actually have some kind of work to back them up. So now we live in a whole fucking world full of um, like you need to see me, I need to get paid, I need to, and you just starting. Literally, ima- imagine if you just started taking pictures three months ago. Granted, eventually it's gonna somebody's gonna give give you a shadow shadow of a doubt. And they're gonna give you your first chance at something. That's when you offer somebody uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um exposure. That's what so now, say if that exposure offer didn't happen and somebody came out and said, I need somebody to do this for three hundred dollars. It's just so happened to be your first time. You do it, 
And now you can say, oh, I, I charged somebody $300 before without even having a fucking background. So now you got a bunch of motherfuckers talking about, I know my worth. I need to charge this, that, and more. And you have no worth. You have nothing. So now that all, the, the, that all just fucking diminishes, diminishes everything. That shit makes no sense to me. Um, it's funny because we had this conversation not too long ago and I was talking to a gentleman who said he is, he's a DJ. He's been DJing for a year. Mm-hmm. A year is a long time, but as a DJ for, in comparison to people that have been doing for 10, 15, 25 years, mm-hmm. um, he was like pissed. He was like, Oh, they better make sure they have my money. If they don't have my money, I ain't doing an event. I was like, well, if they haven't paid you your money, half of your money up front, why even go to the event? To bitch yeah. and moan because I need the money, and it's like, don't bitch and moan about go take the money. if you're just gonna take whatever they give you anyway. And I was like, I was telling him, I was like, well, how long have you been DJing? And he was like, oh, you know, I've been DJing for about a year, no, eight months to a year. He said, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, you're pretty new, you're still kind of fresh. I was like, you might be a, I, I assume that you're a really good DJ because they hired you. I was like, but you have to like, you got to work your way up. I mean. For me, when I started in theater, I didn't start as the director. Mm-hmm. I started as an actor. And then when I wanted to venture off into the behind the scenes and start doing the production stuff, I started off as the assistant to the assistant costume designer. I did props. I handed people props. Like, you have to start at the bottom. You have to work your way up. Some people are blessed enough to have gifts and talents enough, and they've been honing them, and they're talented enough to be to go from not being in an entry level position to being in like an executive position, you know, mm-hmm. but they still have to work their way up. They have to show themselves to to prove that they should be there. Right. And I feel like people don't want to do that. They want it to be Instant. immediate. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, okay, I'm a photographer. I took pictures on my cell phone and these pictures look nice. I got 200 I got 2500 likes and it's like yeah. I'm a professional now." No, nigga, you a person that take real good pictures on your cell phone in profile that do, does autofocus for you. <laughs> like you and I'm not downgrading those people. I just feel like don't put yourself on a pedestal of thinking that you don't have to work for shit because talent Real talent. Real talent matters. It does. Real talent matters. Fads fade. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be a fad and you have no passion, that goes back to my previous conversation that we just had about money. If you don't have no passion for what you're doing and you're just doing it for just a coin, that shit is going to go away. Your interest in that is going to change. So say the interest is waist trainers were a big thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody was training their ways. Mm-hmm. Now, flat tummy tea is the new thing. Now, when now you, you started, don't need that, that. <laughs> right? Now, flat tummy tea. They didn't already went from flat tummy tea to the flat tummy tea t- um suckers. Like the lollipops. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, those are fads. So if you on one fad, you're gonna always go to another fad. So focus on one. Focus on something that you actually are passionate about, and it will be longevity mm-hmm. because you're focusing on that. Don't. Get fixated on on social media and people liking you. Like, but I don't, I don't, shit. I don't, I don't think we have enough people who actually want to like master being great at something. Like everybody like just disgusting. wants. Oh, I'm gonna start this and like I've uh, all right. I've been paying for like 16 years now. Like professionally, 
quote unquote, like for real, for real long enough Your to pay bills. Your are so lazy. I don't, because I don't believe in, you know, whatever. But it's like, quote unquote, I've been a professional for yeah. like maybe seven years, you know, but even before, not even before, because I've always decided I want to take my shit seriously. But, um, I've like before, I, way before I hit 30, before I hit 28, mm. I did a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't still, still doing a lot of things, but, um, I know because I have such a, a, a different work history yeah, and a good work history. And like people know me and I have like actual proof of things like after I feel like there should be a, a certain time or a certain amount of projects you yeah. take in your first year that validates it. All right. I believe you, you know, like I don't want to see you had three, three. Sorry to cut no, you no, off. Good, good. That's just like school. Mm-hmm. Your freshman year sets the tone for how your the rest of the four years you're gonna be in school yeah. is gonna be like. Yeah. If you fuck up your freshman year, that could fuck up. That can shift everything mm-hmm. that of you graduating at the end of your four year term at yeah. your school. Yeah. So freshman year is when you are learning the ropes. You figuring out your classes. You getting a, a hangout for your schedule. Right. You're figuring out your footing. You're figuring out what works out for you. If you don't master or try to to understand the footing for freshman year, you're going to fuck up the rest of your school year. That's true. And that's how your career goes. When you first start out, you're putting your hands on all different type of shit. And I feel like because people don't want to put that, they want to just be like, I'm going to put my hand in this. This better be the thing Mm -hmm. that my hand... They're doing a bunch of shit waiting for something to pop. Right. And it's like, I'm going to put my hand in this and I'm going to go to this class every day and I got to graduate with just this one class Mm -hmm. no you have to figure out specifically what you want to do in that class to be successful you know you got to take many different you got to go through many different classes to even make just to figure it out just to figure it out so i mean maybe okay and maybe maybe we know we talk about our parents being like super old school maybe we're old school at this point you know because it's it's possible well Maybe we're looking at it from a different perspective if we think about it. Like, we're saying working your way up, but it's kids that have used their freshman year and had a come up. See, but that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's always, when you, when I say work your way up, that definitely means, you know, there needs to be some kind of improvement. Yeah. That needs to be. Don't do, don't be stagnant with your, right. It's like, don't, it's like, so there's Julian Schnabel. A lot of people say, consider him like he could have been one of the greatest painters ever had he just stuck to painting. But he got really good at painting. Then that opened doors for him to do uh, film directing. Then it opened doors to him. To, like He did a lot of stuff. But but he got great at one thing first. Right. And I feel like that's the problem. People like you look on Instagram now. It's uh, somebody who get become funny as a comedian or a p- public figure or whatever. Then it's like. Yeah, use that one way to, 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 to jump into what you really, really wanted to do. Right. Or if you're just blessed enough to have found what you wanted to do and stay in that lane and that actually worked for you from beginning right. to end. Um, people will be like, yo, <coughs> I'm a comedian, but I host parties that's, and I make music. That's so many different things. And I want, things. and I, like you, all this stuff at once. And it's like, bruh, spread your talents lightly. Like, don't be out here like, hey, yeah, I could drive a car. I've never been in a race, but yeah, let me, I'll drive, I could drive NASCAR. I could do that. Like, I just started driving last week, but I could do that. I do believe, I do believe in the art of segueing because, I mean, we are, 
we're living in an era of Tyler Perry who started out with plays that, that he wanted to be an actor. So he created content for himself, which makes sense, right? Well, that's what musicians are supposed to make beats right. for themselves. Yeah. So, Ryan you Leslie. know, segue into all these different things. But I do agree with what you're saying. Like, I'm not mad at you doing a bunch of different no, things. No, I'm not. But I need for yeah. your shit to connect. Like, it has to make sense. <laughs> it got to connect. You cannot be a dancer, singer, hairstylist, um, makeup artist, notary. I cannot. Or, but so I got to get to the bag. I, I got to get to the bag. I, can't, I mean, I believe in people wearing multiple hats, but. But what are you really good at? Like, right, you right. Tell me you're, uh, what are you promoting your business as at right, this point? You right. know? You, I don't, don't get me wrong. I get it. Like, okay, most of, almost everything I do outside of now having help, I did every, I did everything on my own. Yeah. But everything I did on my own it connected to what I am really, really, really good at. Like, there's nothing that anyone can see me do that wouldn't make sense to them. Yeah. Like, I mean, unless you watch me play basketball, but then say, oh, it makes sense. He's black, blah, whatever. Like, that's what that. Trust me. I know a few people that's black that don't know how to play basketball. I know a good amount of black people don't know how to play basketball. I know a good amount. I'm just talking about assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Oh, okay. I got lost. (laughs) Yeah. I was just talking about assumptions. You took it over there. Um, you mean figure my point? I'm sorry. The basketball thing kind of threw me off. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's you know what, and and now it's going to be long gone, and I can't remember. You want me to help you pick it back up? No, don't even bother. Don't even bother. I'm not even going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. I'm sorry, guys. I can't really remember. Um. So I guess that 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 kind of that kind of puts it back out there that we're, we're both creatives. You know yeah, I'm me being Penny, you being a, a producer. Um, is that now? I saw I posted this a long time ago. Not yeah. probably a long time ago because when everybody was like riding the wave of posting something, but you know, it'd be one good meme that some celebrity post uh, posts, and everybody is like posting it. That this morning. is my life. This is my life. Hashtag yeah, my best life. Ti's my animal spirit. Yes, your animal. Janelle Aiko is really my spirit. Yeah, I'm not gonna go on that. I I truly truly love her. Like. I like she is amazing to me. Like if we're talking about spirit animals, I mean we're not. Okay, who is your spirit animal? Me? No, just me. Just you by it's yourself. Only me. Okay, it's only me because I'm my father's already famous. Who's your... my father's Ric Flair? Okay, cool. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Okay. My, my name is Tony Flair. Okay. Go, cool. Woo. Ooh. No, not ooh. Woo. Okay. Ooh. Thanks. That was I'm a mom saying, thing. Ooh, that I'm was saying. a mom thing. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I, um, no, but being, so being somebody who's not from New York and then being thrusted into the, the land of creatives in New York. Yeah. Um, after me, like, just, this is just making me think, like, while they posted a while ago, he says, if you're not a creative, don't love a creative or don't fall in love with a creative. And in New York, there's every creative in the world. Pretty much everybody has touched ground here or wants to touch ground here or is trying to make ground here. Um, do you like how's the dating scene for you like how how hard has it been since you got to new york um it's been interesting actually mm-hmm. um when i came here i really was not fixated on dating i was just like focused on my career i'm like if i find somebody i find somebody it's billions of people in new york like i'll find this guy on the train mm-hmm. he'll be like hey girl what's your name i'm like hey my girl my name alexis and then you know that's how it goes right <laughs> no i'm just yeah. thinking about some shit in the movie but um was it the wood 
Oh, shut up. That's okay. a good movie, though. That's a great movie. <laughs> Seeing him in the, ba- yeah. in, the, in the store, he's shaking up the soda. I got something for your ass. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, dating here for me, I always have dated creatives, like, throughout my dating life or whatever. Mm. Um, it's, it, it works better for me. I always wanted to date a creative because we have something to connect on. Mm-hmm. We have things to talk about. We have things in common and i don't have to like explain what i do to them mm-hmm. like hey you know i one of my exes we were in totally different fields of careers and stuff and i would be like writing a script and i'd read something to him and he was like you're brilliant and he'd be like motherfucker no i'm not like, i'm not does that, that mean that you're dumb and then first of all i'm not that damn talented i know i'm brilliant and but every aspect of my career i'm not brilliant it's mm-hmm. some shit that sound kind of fucked up and I need a second eye on. And it was just like, for me, it was like everything I was brilliant. Everything I was so talented. Oh, mm-hmm. you're a genius. And it was like, you're not giving me what I need. This right. shit sound crazy in my mind. Tell me what I could do to fix it. You know? So I mean, I but just, if you don't know, you don't know. It, so, that's true. Like, but I realized that that's because he did not understand my world at all. And it, it came to a point of the fact that he didn't understand my world and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he, he didn't know how to tap into that. He, right. he only did as much as he could to support me, which as a creative, you need more than just, I'm a beater and stand at the front. Like, I need for you to like talk me through some shit. I mean, but most people, like, that's, that's the problem. Most people wouldn't be able to understand that. Exactly. So as an artist, I mean, dating a creative, you are able to connect with that person, not only on an intimate level, but, intimately i think all relationships all your love starts with a person capturing your mind first if you mm-hmm. can get my mind and capture my mind and, and capture me mentally then you got the rest of me because mm-hmm. that means if i feel like you smart you're almost as smart as me and you're almost as brilliant as me you got me so no matter what you're smarter and no 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 that's not what you, you said almost so i'm like i'm assuming that every I mean, situation you okay, are almost is not the word i should have used but you are an intelligent person gotcha. and i feel like i can have an intellectual conversation with you and we can have like very deep conversations about shit that most people will look at as like why are we talking about like why are we talking about some dumb ass shit about h&m and them still in our work. Like, my ex will be like... Powerpuff Girls. Pow- Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, like random that was a dumb. That was a dope-ass cartoon. It was all right. It was. It was all right. I like Powerpuff Girls. It was all right. It was like the, the, like the bootleg version of Power Rangers. <laughs> nah, the bootleg version of Power Rangers is VR Troopers. Ooh, you're right. Yeah, it was VR Troopers. And um, Beetleborgs. <sighs> okay. Big, bad Beetleborgs. Anyway... But, I mean, you connect with that person on so many levels. So, dating for me, it was not a goal. It just kind of happened. But was it a goal to always be with a creative? Or was it just like, whoever I'm with, I'm with? For me, whoever makes me happy. You Do know? you think you can survive with somebody that's not a creative? Uh, No. Why not? <laughs> because, I mean, I, I really don't like to explain myself. And you I feel really, like if you didn't have a creative, you would have to explain yourself too much? If they weren't like one of those people that was interested in really interested in art and what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I have to, no, I could not. If they were a person that's like, oh, I love film, I love plays, I love right. performing arts in general, mm-hmm. then yeah. Yeah. 
I can I can deal with that person. But if the, none of that shit interests you and I have to like go to great lengths to explain what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. No, we cannot survive. I respect that. I respect that. I'm like that. That was an issue for me. Like chasing chasing women that had nothing to do with what I was doing. Yeah, like, that was the one thing I think that corrupted me. Is that I ran away from creators it for the cor- longest. It corrupted you. Yeah, it like because it's just like it's it's that whole thing. Like like my like uh, like I always tell people I can't really date or marry anyone outside of my race. Yeah, like, and I'm not trying to sound fucked up or anything like that. It's just like that's interesting. I've had I, I, I've never dated a white woman. Or I haven't done anything with a white woman. Yeah. So, well, no, I'm lying. I did like kiss a white girl once. Yeah. That's a whole other story. I mean, but why? Like, if you, if a person, if you connect with a person from the opposite of another race or whatever. I mean, see that that's. So let me let me say that I've never connected fully with. Okay. Well, have you opened yourself up to it? Yeah. Uh, depends. I mean, I'm just saying, like. Have, have I, you opened up yourself to it? Like, it, has it been, like, a real dope white girl that you've seen and you really, really like her and you can, like, be like, oh, maybe I can possibly see myself dating this person? No, nah, I never thought twice about oh, that. Oh, you one of them people, like, I'm one of those people, like, if I can't physically see myself kissing you, I don't want to, I can't. Right. I cannot. I can't yeah. touch your hand. I can't touch your hand. Yeah. No, I would, I mean, if, I'm not going to sit here and say I've never seen a, a pretty white woman, but I feel like I, I've seen pretty people in general yeah um i'm just not attracted to white women you know what i just believe in black love I do. black love is like my thing it's my it's like really my thing like when i first when i dream and foresee my family i i want little brown children i mean it's not like you can't have brown children but i want mine's with a pharaoh nose so what if what if if, tightly coiled hair so what if you had like yellow babies shut up that what? was just a question. Why? What if I have yellow babies? Yeah, like I mean, if they babies. if they light skin, that's fine. My mom is light skin, so no, 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 no. That's all that matters. That's not the kind of light skin I'm talking about. As long as they got that pharaoh nose, that's all that matters to me. The young Jock nose. Beyonce, I won't let them shoot the nose off my pharaoh. Thank you. The young Jock got a big ass nose. Okay, I don't know that man. I don't know him personally either. <laughs> He does got a big nose. All right, then. You don't know him, but you know he got a big nose. Exactly. Now, let's not play games. I am if I am talking about, I am saying that the song from Beyonce. Oh, I was about to say, I thought you were saying knock on wood because this ain't no real wood. <laughs> I know. It's I not. know that for a fact. <laughs> um, but no, like that, that's that's my thing. I, I personally would like, uh, you know, I, I, I would tie myself down with somebody from my tribe. From if you want to use that word. <laughs> Even though everybody that live in Wakanda moved to Flatbush. Oh my God, I hate everybody, you. That's everybody. so true. But if you think about it, if you was looking at Wakanda, Wakanda was kind of Brooklyn-ish. It was. It got that. I Brooklyn try, It looked like. It looked like. It, yeah, <laughs> I can't even make gentrification jokes because you can't because they gentrify us. But um, no, it looked really healthy. Wakanda <laughs> looked healthy. I wouldn't have survived there. I probably would have been the one to bring like drug habits and shit. Like, I'd have been the one. And what just... kind of you was gonna be the person on the outside with the yep. rug with the bulls? Yep. <laughs> Cannot. I'll be the. I'm that. in I'm there. I'll probably bring like Lucy's and and Lucy. Yeah, like I'll probably bring like Lucy's and like <laughs> a couple of my friends probably bring Hennessy. Like hate you. They probably Hennessy. Nah, you. In Wakanda, like they produce Hennessy from trees and shit. <laughs> yeah. You know that. 
Yeah, I'm, I've been there three times. You've been uh, you've been to Wakanda three times. Yeah, I went there three times. All right, cool. Um, yeah, but everybody, take me when you go the fourth time. Okay, they're not they all in Flatbush. Wakanda did. Oh, okay. They all in Flatbush. Okay, some cool. of them in Crown Heights. Oh, okay. Everybody moved to Brooklyn. Everybody did they? Some of them make chicken patties. They make. Oh my god, chicken patties. Yeah, make some. What type uh, of chicken patty? You know, like chicken patties, like Caribbean chicken patties. Oh, I never had a Caribbean chicken patty. That's because you ain't from here. Okay, cool. That's Thanks. So you don't. Go get a you Caribbean still don't. You patty. still don't understand the 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 real allure of New York. Like you have a you have had a uh, like have a, had a roti. What the hell is a roti? No, seriously. Well, yeah, you. I mean, you ain't living in Brooklyn, so you don't know. No, is it pork? It's not pork. It's like a it's like a big wrap. It has like you can choose whatever meat you want in it. You can put chicken in it. Yeah, you I always get shrimp. I always get shrimp. You can put fish if they got fish. Okay, that sounds it's, cool. It's eight dollars. It's on no shrimp, but you don't go to Brooklyn. Uh, you're in Brooklyn now, which is the funny part about it. It is. It's not yeah. that far. You're in Brooklyn now, though. Yeah, but you here though, son. I'm here. You here though, dead You're ass. right. Nah, um, yeah, like. I need me a chicken patty, but that, you, that like that, that's hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably I'm a little hungry now. <laughs> um, but like I mean, that's that time when my women's like, I just need some kind of similarities. Like, cause yeah. when it when it's come to me dating, my last girlfriends, my last two girlfriends, um, there's a scarce difference between every every woman I dated, like ever. But if you think about it, when you think about your exes. You're at different stages in your life, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and your attraction changed from one person to another person, you know. For the most I part. Mean, yeah, I mean, what you're interested part. in might change or where you found that person, where you met that person at, it, you know, you maneuver differently. Like the places that you used to go with your ex, you ain't going to them places no more because. Yeah, I can't do that. Y'all, y'all, you maneuver differently. Like, oh, yeah, I know so she, we can't I know go she outside. worked, I know she worked down this street. I ain't going on that block, you know. See, like, I can't say that because, like, with the exception of one, there's only one ex maybe I would see where I shop near a store that I like. Yeah. I feel like in New York, if you have an ex here, you could not see your ex for, like, 10 or 15 years. Or forever, at least. Right. Like, never, ever in your life. Like, you know, when a person be like, I never, ever see you again in my life. Like, in New York, that could really be real. Like, hey, yo, you, you won't have to know anybody, yo. Right. At all. You can be like, I never see you again in my life, and they'd be like, okay. I don't, I don't run into any any of my exes. No, like yeah, I, I mean, back I, home, yeah, you would, but because y'all all got to go into town, to Piggly Wiggly, right? <laughs> First, the fucking uh, <laughs> ain't no Piggly Wiggly hey, in St. Louis. I'm only going into town one time. <laughs> First of all, St. Louis is a city; it's a major city. So no. shut the fuck up. Y'all do have a hockey team, so and we do. Yeah, we don't have a football team anymore, though. Don't matter. Y'all still got a baseball team. We do have a baseball team. But, um, yeah, I feel like in New York, when you have an ex, like, you ain't going to see that person no more. Like, yeah, I don't see any of my exes anymore. And if you see them, you ain't going to even recognize them because it's going to be like, ooh, you still you? You no. didn't. <laughs> Everybody going to recognize me. My face don't change. <laughs> it doesn't. My face does not change. Yeah. From birth to now. My face does not change. My, from birth to now. From, yeah. I hope not. I look exactly the same in all my pictures. Yeah. Just a little older. Yeah. And yeah, I got a mustache a little you're bit. You're like, you're like, um, for real, you don't age. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. that's about right. I, I think so. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I got, I got a few minutes left. A few minutes. Yeah. But I don't, um, yeah, I don't run into anybody. I, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, if I do, I'm, I'm like, I move well. I'll, 
cut a corner so fast. Like <laughs> you duck and then nah, fuck people. that shit. Fuck that shit. I'm not Especially if the situation ended badly. I ain't duck. I'm walking straight up care. in your face. I don't care who it is. Ended good or bad. Like, bruh. Yeah. You gonna watch this. I mean, normally for me, majority of my exes only uh only a couple that I don't keep in contact with. Like most of us are friends. Like we've ended you, on a like a a situation of hey shit. Keep talking. We are not friends anymore, but I mean, we're not together. It didn't work out, but we can still be cool. It's not like we besties and we talking all the time, but. Right. I mean, I can still be your friend. Like, especially if we started off as friends. Like, it just don't work out. It happens. Right. I don't, you, you believe in keeping exes as friends? I can't do that. I, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I can't do that. I can't, it doesn't bother me. Like, like I said, I'm not talking to them every day, but it doesn't bother me. Like, it didn't work out. Whatever. Right. I know. I can't do that. And I don't care about the, like, if I'm dating somebody, I don't care about them being friends with their ex. I just need to know who the fuck she is, what, she, what her name is, her first name and her last name. But you just said you don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I need to know about this person. You can't walk up to me and be like, my friend, Samantha. I ain't never heard of Samantha. Where's Samantha But I'm pretty from? sure there's going to be friends that you, your man never heard of that you're just going to come out of nowhere with. First of all, all my friends, if I have a man, he would know about it. I mean, they could be somebody you could forget. It's human nature. Okay, well, you need to... That one friend that calls you like every few well, months. Well, that person needs to take us down the road of how you met this person. Like, I just need to know history. I don't like to be blindsided. Like, oh... Blindsided like what? Blindsided like she walk up and be like, oh, hey. And she hug you and it's mad friendly. I'm looking like... Who is she? Because she knows something about you that I don't know. Like, y'all, y'all too friendly. I just need to know the heads up with the introduction. You know? That's just Even me. if it just randomly happens. Random, she like, randomly say, say hi. And, and you forget happens. about her? That's fine. I need to have the... I need to just have the play-by-play afterwards. That's just me. I don't like... Tiana Taylor said it be- best in her interview where, when she was talking about her, her husband. She was like, as long as you tell me who she is, I'm not going to get mad. I don't never want to be blindsided. Don't blindside me. Don't have me thinking that, oh, you know, I didn't just fuck with these certain amount of women. And then Susan pops. What the if fuck it's up. somebody he really didn't remember? Okay. He going to remember her today. He going to give me a long dissertation. Well, what if he really doesn't is? remember her? Okay, cool. I'm not going to take that personal. I'm not going to take that personal. I'll be honest. I really won't. That's all you believe. No, I really won't take it personal because it's like you really don't remember her. I don't have no competition. It ain't no such thing. If you with me, you with me. I don't, I ain't competing with nobody but myself and Jesus Christ. I was, why are you competing with Jesus Christ? Because what Jesus, do he do to you? Jesus come first. Yo, I'm you saying, I said I'm not <laughs> competing with anybody. You said but Jesus Christ. I mean, you know what I meant. Like. Boy. God he, is he the, the wrong, he the wrong person to, to, yeah, right. to compete with. I ain't gonna be competing with him. You're right. I'm trying to right. say that I here a, a long way away from a high five. I'm good. <laughs> a long way away from a high a five. A long way away from a high you. five. I'm trying to stay far, no, far, you're far, right. far away. Um, but yeah, I'm just, no, it's no competition. I can't, I can't fuck with the exes. Like once you dead, you dead to me. All the way? Yeah, all the way. Like dead, dead? Not like no life, not breathing, <laughs> oh. dead, but I mean like I mean, non-existent. I don't. I that's just me. That's I, just like, different strokes of different folks. I'm like, yo, I bet 
you know, like, and then you, you randomly, you randomly forget that you still kept somebody on, on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. And it's like, oh, we're still friends. It's so funny. Awkward. Because one of my exes, um, in Texas? No, I don't have no exes in Texas. Okay. Um, one of my exes, I text him and check up on him like every five or six months. And he's so awkward. <laughs> like, he's I so awkward. Ac- I think that's awkward. He's so awkward. He's like, I hope that life is well. I hope that is great. But he decided that we should do stuff. Like, if you cross my mind, if you used to be my friend, if we were friends, if you cross my mind, I'm going to reach out to you and be like, hey, I hope all is well, whatever, whatever. It's not like. You don't believe in the term used to be? I don't know. If I feel like if a person is on my spirit and is on my mind, God wants me to reach out to that person and see if they're okay. They can become decide and commit suicide, and I reach out to them, and it's, it's you, like you two got into it. You won. I for real, I really am one of those people. Like if you cross my mind, it is a reason why God put you on my mind. I have to reach out to you and see if you're okay. I ain't that saved yet. <laughs> I don't be thinking. That's why I be thinking the people. <laughs> they ain't me just yet. <laughs> we Not gonna get yet. you there, brother. We gonna get you there. We'll see how long that journey okay, is. Okay, let's um yeah. Let's yeah, we'll keep praying on that. that. Journey is. You know, I'm every day. Every day. Uh you know, fall fall eight times, get up nine. <laughs> you still falling. But I'm up. <laughs> I'm up though. Listen, you can close the curtains, but the shine the sun gonna shine no matter what. Okay. Remember that. You preaching, that's a word. No, I got it I got it for days. I got it for days. <laughs> that's keep, a word. I get I wish I had a tambourine. <laughs> Boy, do I wish not, I had a tambourine. Do not have a tambourine. <laughs> what, what was that video I showed you? Anytime, Jesus. <laughs> Why would that lady do that? She's Boy. so disrespectful oh, to that whole song. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty hot in there. I'm sure it's 100 percent pretty <laughs> hot in there. But um, no, we got a few. We got a you know a few minutes left. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm a little hot. I'm sorry. It's hot. I said hot. You said, I said hi. hot. I said hot. <laughs> I said hot. I'm very hot. It's um pretty warm here. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so with these last few minutes, I guess we can let everybody know like what you're working on next. And but I want I want to know I want to know who are your your biggest inspirations. Oh, I hate when people ask. Okay, me so this so don't do that. So somebody living. Who like? Can you name two people living that's inspiring you? That's not related to you. Okay, like, some, I could, somebody I could say like because because you know how we all we I say we never appreciate artists. That yeah. are like give me three people on Instagram that inspire you. Three people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that inspire me right now. I'm gonna say my friend Patrice. Mm-hmm. She has her own international um women international women film festival that her and her mom created their two black entrepreneurs here in brooklyn called the imagine imagine me film festival um and it's only for women and i she she's just dope like i met her at this competition that i did um for at&t for a 24-hour competition we came she was a part of my team she was my assistant director for a film that i was producing and i i mean i just love everything that she's given out like mm-hmm. she created she's an entrepreneur that her and her mom went into business and they created their own thing um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say janae Aiko. i love her i actually love her creatively her album everything that she writes to me just tells a story and the trip her last album was like a journey that i went on personally for myself so i respect i that. mean 
knowing that you have somebody that is willing to be so vulnerable. I mean, most people are vulnerable with their music, but her being vulnerable on all different stages of just on a, a family tip, on a mental tip, on a, um, you know, relationship tip. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, it's just a well-written album, and I can appreciate how she put the piece together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... My third person, I'm going to say the Carters. I'm I'm just going to say the Carters in general because I like the album. I like, huh? I've said it on the show before. I refuse to call them the Carters. I'm going to say the Carters because mm-hmm. Beyonce by herself is a, is a beast. Jay-Z by himself is a beast. Them collectively is, they're just beasting it. They're conquering everything. I'd rather just put an and between their names. That's your life. We're it talking is. about me. But um, I just think that they're amazing. We're and talking it's, about you on my show. Okay. It is your show. I'm going to bow down to you, <laughs> sir. Thank you for having me again. Continue. Um, And I just, I enjoy them a lot. And I enjoy how they kind of open up my mind to different things that I never tapped into as an entrepreneur. How I look at my business and how I look at my empire. Mm-hmm. So, that motivates me to keep going and like know that I can conquer. I, the sky's the, the limit. You know, I have no limits I to what a, I can do. I have, a, I have a newfound respect for that album. Yeah, the, the album, album. Yeah, I have to listen to it about seventeen times to get get the song that I really like. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can respect it for what it is. You know, it's a. I mean, it's an interesting thing you got because now that that net worth is like one point. Two billion yeah. or one point five billion, something. Yeah, like that's one point something billion. I know that much. And um, I mean, just e- just even even deeper than that, like seeing people like that proves you that there's a chance. Yeah, like you can do that. One line happen. that they that sorry to cut you off that mm-hmm. Jay Z said that I keep in mind is that he was like, <laughs> if all the people around you are broken, you're the only rich per- person. Rich, we call that broke over here. That shit is real. It's so real to me because people talk about, oh, I'm going to put my team on, put my team on or whatever the situation is. But really, people ain't really trying to put their team on like they say they are. Ain't nobody trying to come back for nobody. Right. I mean, if we all not making money and we all not at least at the same level as far as like revenue, Mm -hmm. then... What I'm the fuck? What are, what are you doing? You just want to hustle for everybody and pay for everybody's shit? Like, nah, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm, I'm cool good. on that. I'm good. I'm not, I'm in, in no way, shape, or form in my job. But even just, even just even that, not, not like really caring about paying for anything. It's morally, how could you feel good? Like, who wants to be the one in the middle of the group handing out money? I'm nobody's father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I you agree. want, you know your friends, but yo, we all gonna, um, go buy like Lamborghinis now. Or we're all gonna like everybody's gonna be able to have like everybody's supposed to. I don't want to sponsor bill. everybody's Lamborghini. I want you to sponsor want your you, own. Right. That's right. A, yeah. I yeah. I agree. I agree. But I still, it's, it's all about keeping keeping like the keeping the right company and keeping the right team. Your around tribe you. got to be the right people. Yeah. Speaking of tribe, you had a pretty dope tribe after, for your show. Uh, my show was dope. It my was. Show was dope. I mean, my my I, it feels like it feels good to have somebody down from the beginning. Like shout out to Travis Cameron. I'm gonna get him back on the show eventually. You should. Um, Travis is yeah, dope. Yeah, he's, 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 we always working. We working. Um, having him down from the beginning, like I've known him for a long time. 
And then like for everything to kind of just come together, we kept saying, we're going to have lunch together and we can do this. We're going to do that. And it's like, then we get together and it's like, yo, I can use you. Yeah. Like I can. He's so talented. And I'm having, I mean, having you down on, on the production team is amazing. Like you get a lot of stuff done. It was, it was, it was a lot for me to, to kind of just relinquish power. Yeah. But, um, we, we made it though. Yeah. yeah I think we did great together. We did. I think so. Now it's like on to the next, the next thing. one, the next one. So. These dates will be out soon. They will Very be soon. soon, probably probably in the next week or so. Honestly, like it was an honor working with you because it challenged me um, in the way that I maneuver as from the production standpoint as a producer. Mm-hmm. Because you are so normally people just hand me off their projects. Mm-hmm. You know specifically what you want. I want this right here, and I need it to be turned a quarter of an inch this way. And it's like, you're so detailed on what you want. And for me being a person that is normally the person that looks from that eye Mm -hmm. and telling everybody, I mean, it was a sign of relief that you knew what you wanted, but it was also like a challenge. You do complain about that. Like people not knowing what the hell they want. I do. I am like that. I am. Cause I have so many people come to me, when I say I make dreams into reality, they expect for me to take their motherfucking dream out their head it. and create it. And they'd be like, no, I need for you to write this shit on paper first. Right. And then help I'll, me help you. Right. Then I'll create it. But you come in with a, a, a layout and a ground plan that really, really made my life easier. And it made, it helped me be able to like take your event to a higher level than you know, where it was and like kind of feed off of what you already had mm-hmm. and make it an extraordinary. So I was honored to be a part of it. Yeah. I appreciate that. That means a lot. And, um, yeah. So having you down on the team helps a hell of a lot. And, um, I look, I look forward to having more people out the next one. Like we're, this one's going to be even bigger. Yeah. This is going to be even better. Yes. Um, there's a lot of details that we know that, nobody knows yet that's true i'll i'll i will reveal everything it's funny because like i'll finish off with this i was watching um i watched uh can't stop won't stop again the diddy documentary yeah probably like the, the sixth time the, probably fifth time sixth time and uh, i watched it again today just because i haven't watched it in a while and i'm sitting there thinking i'm like to hear someone speak that has all of this like this drive this this momentum, it's like, I need, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. Like speaking everything into existence and working. Right. That's a big thing too. Cause you know, without faith, without, without work, faith, faith without work is dead. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's to watch all of that. But at the end to see the other half where you see Laurie and Gibson mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like that was you for my show. Oh. Yeah. It's like, you compare me to Laurie and Gibson. Oh my goodness. She's so dope, though. I think so, I'm so too. honored. I think so, too. Like, it's, but I see, like, it's about being able to work with people. Yeah. And, like, knowing or wanting to know how somebody moves, how somebody works. Like, I see a lot of people come into a position or something. And it's like, like, a lot of people wouldn't take me seriously because we're friends. Yeah. And, I mean, I've known you for a while now. I've yeah. I've known you for a good while now. Um, Pretty much like what a year now, almost it's a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, to um, to kind of have somebody like come in at like you, we always say we bring somebody back, we bring somebody back if right. if, we, if we do something great. And it's like a lot of people won't respect because I, oh, I, right now they can't separate friend from business. 
you know? And mm. as a creative, in my mind, I'm trying to build relationships and not just job chances. Yeah. You know, like I'm not just trying to hire you for the sake of hiring you. I, I believe in you. I want us to, I want this to be a dynamic. I want to you to be an extension time. of my tribe. Exactly. Right. It's like, you come work with me, you do this. And it's like, just trust the vision, trust the process, right. you know? And having you come along and like, you understand all that stuff helps me out so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I employ everybody. Like my work is my baby and all that good stuff. And you know how how strict I am with my work and all that good shit. I employ every artist like that to make yourself better. Find somebody that can help you and see your vision. That's true. And just believe that they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Love is enough is all about that. It is all about entertaining to change the world. So, I mean, that's what I do. That's what my company well, does. You kill shit. <laughs> Thank the you. Ne- the next one I look I look forward to the next ultimate love story. Volume three is gonna be amazing. Yes. I have no no doubts in it. And we're just gonna kill shit, man. You know. But um Thank you for coming along. Thank I appreciate you so it. so much for having Ms. me. It was Alexis amazing. Alexis A. McCoy. Uh, <laughs> let everybody know where they can reach you at, please. Um, I can be reached on all social media platforms. Um, my At Alexis A. McCoy on Instagram. My company name is Love is Enough Productions. Love, L-O-V-E, is I-S, Enough Productions on Facebook. I also have a website that has my name, Alexis A. McCoy verb.com and um for my personal page which you know is pretty lit is alana fuss and you can follow me on twitter with that same name so i look forward to um working with you tony again yeah oh josie boy it's all right don't it's, worry i'm it. sorry it's, it's it'll be separated eventually like everything it's okay it happens don't okay. worry about it um yeah so once again thank you for coming i appreciate you and uh this has been episode 116 of Call Me When It's Over. I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy. Make sure you guys follow the show on Instagram at underscore Call Me When It's Over. Follow me on Instagram at J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word, hashtag girl's favorite artist, cmwi.com. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, review, download, stream uh, the show on all, all social media and all uh, po- podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and um google play yeah yeah so uh speak up speak out leave your ego at the door i'm done this is the greatest show on earth call me when it's over